I'm Hillary. That's your four minute buzz. And now here's Glenn with the start of the show. Good morning. Well, thank you so much, uh, Hillary. I appreciate it. Uh, I want to tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is a cruise through uh, history. By the way, I'm here in our uh, New York studios and um, uh, and just thrilled to be here. And I'll t- I'll tell you about the wonderful experience of New York coming up. Uh, but cruise through history. If you would like to come on a cruise with us, it's going to be a blast. Bill O'Reilly is going to be there. Stu will be there. I'll be there. Um, I, I guess I, the number one question is, are we actually going to be able to see Glenn and meet Glenn? Yeah, we're trapped on a cruise ship together, like it or not. Uh, and I think that we're doing like five different shows on the ship. One, two, three, four, five, maybe even six. Uh, and then a couple of shows on the the uh, land, and you can come on tours with me, whatever you'd like to do. Just find out all the information. Uh, it's comesailaway.com, comesailaway.com. It's happening next spring. We're going to the Mediterranean, Athens, Venice, uh, Israel. It's going to be amazing. Bill O'Reilly will be there. I'll be there. You can get the early bird discount of 400 bucks right now. All you have to do is comesailaway.com. Just go there now, comesailaway.com. And I have to tell you, I spent the weekend um, loving America. I know it was popular in the press to hate America for some reason all weekend long, but I actually enjoyed America. And then I went to New York. Uh, we'll, we'll give you the full details on how great things really are and maybe something that will give us perspective on our freedom in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So mortgage rates have fallen so low right now, uh, millions of homeowners might benefit from refinancing. That might be you. Even if you bought a home last year, if you're in a variable rate loan, you should convert it right now to a fixed rate. We may never see rates go this low again. And even if you've converted over to a fixed rate and it goes to zero, okay, then just uh, refinance then. But you do not want these rates to go up on you. Uh, if you, if you have rates going up, I mean, you, you could, you could lose your home. Most people don't think about this because, you know, we're just living for the moment. Or you remember and you're like, hey, I should get a variable loan to a fixed uh, loan. And then you don't do it. And then the rate is uh, is raised and you start to feel the pain right now with the rates as low as they are. Please convert your your fixed uh, your variable loan to a fixed loan. And if you have a lot of credit card bills, please consider a refi and pay all of those bills off and don't get yourself back into debt. Now is the time to prepare for the future so you're in a really financial, financially stable position. All you have to do now is go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net, or you can call 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Freedom Freedom usually begins as a whisper. Freedom. It's a secret pass between patrons at a secluded bar or a private meeting, maybe in a basement. Freedom. 
No matter how hard the tyrants may try to stop it, no matter how many dams they throw up to try to contain it, the whispers usually become a flood. And sometimes it takes longer to break through. Sometimes it'll take millions of lives lost. But it is the same every time. Liberty and freedom win. It's like life. Life has a way of staying alive. It's an unstoppable force that knows no immovable object. Now for us, it was 243 years ago, 12 score, and three years ago to this month that those whispers became a flood, a group of colonialists on the world's only superpower. They took on that superpower and won. Our forefathers proved it. Freedom refuses to recognize tyranny as an immovable object, and the world was forever changed. I can't help but see the poetic justice as more whispers become a flood, defying their own immovable object. Just three days before all of us were buying fireworks to celebrate our Independence Day, something was happening just off the coast of mainland China. Last week, in case you weren't paying attention, a million protesters filled the streets in Hong Kong, literally a flood of humans looking for their freedom. They stormed the government building that is the equivalent of their Congress. They smashed windows, broke down doors. And then there was a photo that was taken. I don't know if you saw it, but it should be the picture of the year. It was a British colonial flag. A symbol thrown out when Hong Kong was given back to China. But it was draped by the protesters over the chair of the head of their government. Think of that. Think of a... Think of an Antifa flag over the chair of the White House. How shocking that would be. This is a colonial flag. The people of Hong Kong with a population that is over 90% ethnic Han Chinese, which is the right kind of Chinese, I hear. They're saying to the mainland that they prefer the colonial rule over the tyranny of the Chinese government. Leftists will tell you now that communism is a remedy for colonialism. But for those living in the dark shadows of communism, they actually prefer colonial rule over what they now face. Think of that. When Hong Kong was given back to the mainland, China agreed to allow them a few, f- a few freedoms that the rest of the Chinese don't ever enjoy. They're free to engage in protest against the government. They maintain a legislative body, both of which are outlawed on the mainland. But as every oppressor always does, China has been looking to reel that back in. Most recently, China attempted to make it possible to extradite the dissenters back to Beijing. That spooked everybody in Hong Kong and the quiet whispers of freedom, the secrets told in private at clandestine meetings became a flood, a flood of millions in the streets. So the night before we were lighting fireworks here, the police began a a crackdown. 
More than 13 people have been arrested so far. 13 colonies, 13 arrests. China, if they eventually get their way, those 13 people will no doubt be the first of many to be extradited over to the mainland. Their crime is that they believe they should be free. As of right now, their extradition has been temporarily delayed. The local Hong Kong government is caught between the immovable object of the Chinese communist government and the unstoppable force of liberty. But all we have to do is really look at history. We'll see who wins in the end. Yesterday, over 200,000 protesters gathered at a high-speed train station that links mainland China to Hong Kong. The message was just as clear as the British colonial flag hung inside of their legislative building. We had the Gadsden flag, the phrase, death to tyranny. China, the message is simple. We will not be ruled. Freedom knows no immovable object. News of the protest movement has been censored in mainland China, but how long will they be able to contain their own whispers with over 200,000 freedom lovers camped out on a bridge between Hong Kong and mainland China? How long before those whispers spread to secret meeting locations in Beijing or Shanghai? How long before that cascades to the Christian and the Muslim minorities that are tired of being rounded up and thrown up into camps? Or is there digital security a new immovable object? We might have just witnessed the Chinese version of the Boston Tea Party. July 4th is still a long way away for them. But as it does time and time again, freedom and liberty always win in the end. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about our uh, sponsor uh, this half hour. And then I want to talk to you about what makes America so great. I mean, some things that... Maybe we should talk about, instead of just tearing our country apart. Now, you would never send your your tax return uh, on a postcard to the IRS, mainly because, well, mainly because it would be far too simple if we could send it on a postcard. Uh, but also, you wouldn't want all of your stuff exposed. But that's what we do when we use public Wi-Fi, even if it's password protected. That's... It, I mean, it's as, as open as a postcard. You could be exposing yourself to sensitive private, your sensitive private information to cyber criminals and companies that can track and sell your browsing activities, your app usage, your location, and so much more. This is what Google is doing to you. This is what Facebook is doing to you. They're tracking you anyway. Who? How many people are tracking you? How much information do they have that belongs to you, about you? Well, Norton Secure VPN blocks those annoying ads that seem to follow you around on the Internet. Uh, Norton Secure VPN stops people like Facebook and Google from following you around on the Internet. And it also stops cyber criminals from getting your location and all of your information on public Wi-Fi. 
Get Norton Secure VPN right away and enjoy the convenience of the connected world without worries about online privacy or security. All you have to do is head to Norton.com slash VPN. Protection starts at three thirty three a month with annual subscription and terms do apply. It's Norton.com slash VPN. Let's pause for 10 seconds, Station ID. Uh, welcome to the program. We welcome uh, to the uh, co-pilot seat, Mr. Pat Gray. Hello, Pat. Glenn. How are you? Oh, I'm mm. almost perfect. Really? Yeah, very close. That's great, because uh, we were we have a lot of listeners that were very concerned about your health last week. I know. It was really nice. And, and yeah. you know, thanks to everybody for their thoughts and prayers. Um, the surgery went really well. It, it, it uh, helped a lot. Helped a lot. Yeah. Fact is, I so need you had, another two or three, probably. Yeah, so you had uh, four vertebrae fused together? Yeah, I had, uh, I'm not sure all the things he did, but he, it was a disc, discectomy and uh, fusion. Yeah, so okay, they take out discs that are pinching nerves, and then mm-hmm. they put in a plate and screws and jam it all down there somehow. I don't know right. how that works. Is it just me, or are you the luckiest, luckiest man on the earth, earth, earth today? I just thought I heard a little echo there as you were talking about your, oh. your health, 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 health. Um, so, uh, uh, so it's good to have you back, Pat. And, uh, Thank you. And, good to uh, be back. What, how was your weekend, your uh, Independence Day? It was pretty quiet. Well, until uh, our entire uh, church showed up. We, we hosted the Ward uh, uh, 4th of July party. Um, and that was what five days after my surgery, so it was really quiet until uh, like 120 people showed up at my house. Mm, yeah, okay. and it was that's, that's really nice. You know, there's nothing better. <laughs> there's really nothing better than having a, 120 people show up to your house mm-hmm. right after surgery. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? That's what I thought. That's what yeah. I thought, and that's what I told yeah. my wife. This is the mm. best thing you could have done right now. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I wouldn't have was... it any other way. Right. My wife was so pissed at me because we were leaving to go to New York on July 5th in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I had suggested that, you know, maybe, you know, we have the family over and a couple of friends. And uh, it didn't uh-huh. uh, it didn't go well with my wife. It didn't go well. She was I'll bet like, it didn't. Uh, bet no, it didn't. she was like, uh, oh, OK. And then and then what? I could stay up all night and pack. And I'm like, well, I guess. I mean, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah, it's up Maybe to you. Maybe plan so, ahead a little bit. Yeah. So I was I went to uh, so we're we're, <laughs> we're traveling to New York, which is always delightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and we get we get to New York and I'm I'm here in New York for not kidding. Could not have been longer than five minutes. OK. Mm hmm. And this guy comes up to, to me in the airport, and he's like, how come you're supporting Donald Trump? How could you possibly do that? And I'm like, I think you, I, 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 I don't know if you listen to the show, but uh, that's not usually the complaint I get. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and, right. Uh, yeah, and uh, he said, uh, you're, you're supporting a dictator. And I said, well, hmm. thank you very much. I appreciate meeting you. It's been very nice. <laughs> and uh, he says, he says, you know, eat crap. 
he didn't use the word crap. Oh. And then he walked away. And I nice. and I thought, okay. He may be he may work for the Board of Tourism for New York. <laughs> you know, that may be the greeting that everybody gets uh when you when you land in New York. So it was Wow. You know, it was very nice. Yes. Uh, and um, and then uh, I'm 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 taking my daughters out because I I started uh, a tradition, as you know, Pat, uh, when they were very little, uh, I would take them to a Broadway show, mm-hmm. each of them, uh, and I would take them out uh, on a father daughter date. And uh, guys, don't be careful when you are starting traditions because they never end, apparently. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, so they, they said to me when they were like six or seven that they wanted me to get all dressed up and, uh, and wear a, a black tie. And so I, which is what I, people don't do anymore. What don't do anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, back in the eighties, you, when you went mm-hmm. to a Broadway show, you know, you, you could wear a black tie cause there was on a Friday or a Saturday night, a lot of people wore a black tie, right. uh, going to a Broadway show. Nobody does now. Okay, if mm-hmm. I, I think as long as you're wearing just underpants, I think <laughs> yeah, you're okay. that's about enough. Yeah, that's it about seriously enough. is. When you see them lined up outside the theater, uh, and we used to all the time, it's it's like you're going to a cinema. It's not it's not yeah. a dress up thing anymore. Yeah, so it so it's not, and so it's it's. I feel very out of place. Usually, I'm asked, you know, where can you help me to my seat? And I'm like, no. But I noticed this year, not even the ushers are wearing ties. Oh, okay, man. nobody Jeez. is wearing a tie, let alone a black tie. So uh, Saturday, I went out with my my granddaughter because it somehow or another is now slipped into the next generation. Wow, that grandpa gets to do, to do that. And it was about oh I don't know a thousand degrees a thousand percent humidity and uh, and it smells delightful here and I just I kept thinking to myself you know I love New York just doesn't say what's in my heart you know it's just I don't know if you could print a T-shirt uh, what's in my heart but it just doesn't really say it all so uh, gentlemen just. Uh, just remember, anything you start with your daughters, you have to finish, and that ends at your death. <laughs> I'd let you know. It's a happy thought. Yeah, it's yeah. A happy thank thought. you. Obviously, you're enjoying it, uh, loving it, going into the <laughs> second and well, third have, generation now. <clears throat> yeah. Now, so I have, I have five nights that I have to. Yeah. I have, <laughs> I have. Uh, Cheyenne and and uh, and Hannah and right. Lorelai and Mary and then my wife and then my daughter is performing at Carnegie Hall on Friday. Oh wow! And yeah, who would have who would have guessed wow. that a Beck is at Carnegie Hall? But uh, <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to uh, to that. So every night I get to wear a tuxedo. <laughs> It just doesn't get. Does any that better. have to remain part of the tradition, or couldn't you go in a pair of jeans? I asked. Oh, I really? Asked. I asked. Yeah, I would. And then too. I got the. I got the. Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, I guess you. Could. I, I you can. wanted to I mean, completely ruin you, the night. If that's what you want to do. I mean. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> no, Dad. It's not a problem. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I just brought. You know, I just brought with me, like, you know, a really nice... It doesn't really go with a suit. Okay, well, it could. Have you seen 
have you seen everybody else dressed? I mean, you know, they're not even wearing shoes. They're not wearing shoes anymore. So, and then we went to Frozen, which I can't take the amount of diversity. Okay. I just, Mm -hmm. I can't take it. I can't take it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's one thing to be colorblind and okay, whatever. But there's another thing about a story that happens in, I don't know, Scandinavia. Uh All right. The king's not black in Scandinavia, especially if he has two very white daughters. It's just not happening. Why? What is it with the, with, with all the, Olaf was a girl. Uh, um, yeah, Olaf was a girl. The king was black. Uh, there was something else that was. Well, doesn't I think it was. I think it. Was, I think it was just that I kept thinking that they were going to have what's her name that sings "Let It Go" come out. You know, because they're talking now about the next movie that she's going to come out as gay, as lesbian, and I'm like, I, I, uh, I, I, can't, I, I just can't take it. I just can't take it. So, have they already established that if Olaf is a girl? Because isn't Olaf the romantic Olaf's interest a- of one of the two, like girls, right in the kingdom? The two princesses. The romantic interest. No, Olaf is a snowman. Oh, okay. I was thinking Olaf. Who's who's the guy then? The you know the, the reindeer. Yeah, the reindeer guy. Reindeer guy. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, not the Olaf. reindeer guy. I don't remember. It's his been a while name. since I've seen Frozen. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He was black, which made me think, ah. She's marrying her dad. You know, all right. girls don't right. marry their dad, so she's marrying her dad. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Uh, I just It is amazing is, how far they've they've bent over backward for in well, the in the in the name of diversity. It it has to be whether it works or not, you know, right. they, no, they have to change matter. the they have to change everything. No, doesn't yeah. matter. Right. And it really doesn't it really doesn't matter. If you were watching something else where you know, it, 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 it wasn't set in Scandinavia. Right. Why is it right. set in Scandinavia? Then with Mary, I went to see another show where they were doing the Four Tops and, I don't know, the OJs or somebody on it. It was the Carol King show. And they were all black. And I was like, why isn't the lead singer white? <laughs> right. Or Asian. <laughs> right. Why? No Asians in this play? The Four Tops. You can't have an Asian. Okay, I get it. Racists. Back in just a minute. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right. Uh, our sponsor, our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. Um, 5G is going to be a giant leap for mobile communications. It is lightning speed, more reliable connections, but it is also the Internet of Things, which means... Your refrigerator is now going to report on you. Everything is going to be connected to the Internet of Things, and it will um, it will give every piece of information about you. It will be available and going online. Now, how are you protected? In today's uh, connected world, you have to. There are so many threats. You have to have somebody watch out for you. 
That's LifeLock. They are the first in the business. They're the best in the business. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but they're the very best, and they'll give you an extra 10% off your first year if you use the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK for an extra 10% off. LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, promo code BACK. Would you like to hear more from conservative voices? Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn to get $10 off. Man, I'm really excited to welcome a brand new sponsor to the show, Tacovis. I know how ridiculous a great pair of boots can cost. Tacovis makes great boots and accessories. They sell their boots directly to the customer, so their boots are half the price of anything that's even similar in quality. They're all handmade with a 200-step process with only the best materials. Their entire line honors the timeless traditional boot styles. No silly stitching or sequins or loud colors or anything else. These are just great boots like my grandfather would have worn. With Tacovis, there's no need to break them in. They arrive already ready to be worn immediately, comfortably. They're easy to order with tremendous customer service. Tacovis always has free shipping and free returns. Check out their boots and their clothing and accessories right now. Tacovis.com slash back. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash back. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, Pat Gray is filling in for Stu today. I'm in uh, New York City in our studios in uh, New York. We're thrilled to be thrilled to be here. And uh, no, no, no. I seriously, I mean that. It's uh, thrilling to <laughs> to be back in New York. Uh, there's a there's a couple of things that uh, happened over the weekend politically. Um, Harris has now said that she's going to uh, give an extra $100 billion to help minorities buy houses. Uh, mm. Wasn't that what got us into this jam in the first place in 2008? That was a big part of it. Yeah, I think it was. Big I think part it was. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, it, Fannie Mae, Freddie had, Mac, all of that. Yeah. yeah. They had passed a bunch of bills, and they said to the to the banking system, hey, if you give minorities loans for houses, no money down, et cetera, et cetera, we'll allow you to expand your bank. And so they did, and people couldn't afford their houses. And then when the, mm-hmm. the price of uh, oil went up, uh, gee, look what happened. Everybody lost their house. I'm just, just saying. Uh, Joe Biden also this weekend apologized for his seg- his segregation uh, comment where he said, you know, I work with segregationists and, and I and I still had dinner with them. You know, we can disagree, but uh, we <laughs> well, when he was asked about that the first time, if he was going to apologize, he said, apologize for what? Now, 17 mm-hmm. days later, in what seems like a year and a half, 17 days later. Joe Biden did apologize over the weekend. He said it took him so long because this was his first opportunity to address it. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. It's because he couldn't withstand the bombardment any longer. It's been so bad that he's now tied with Kamala Harris in some polls. And so, yeah, he had to apologize and he wasn't going to. Now, it, to me, it is ludicrous that he's apologizing. He didn't say anything wrong, really. I mean, I, I don't like to defend Joe Biden, but what did he say other than, hey, we uh, we voted with people we didn't even like? 
at, at one time. So he's not saying they're great people. He's not saying they're not racists. Um, but you know what? No, he was saying, he was saying, didn't he say that we'd go out to dinner afterwards? I mean, uh, he, was, he was kind of implying that it was like, you know, we could disagree on, you know, basic things like, hey, blacks are people. And, yet, <laughs> and we could still be friends and, and have dinner together. Now, I don't know. Uh-uh. But even if it, even if it was innocent, I, I say good that he had to backtrack on this because this is the world they on the left have created. Now, they, oh, yeah. they made this bed. Now they get to lie in it. I mean, for anybody who thinks he's going to be, you know, he's not going to, you know, throw in with a socialist because he's just an old style Democrat. No, well, first of all, he's the most liberal Democrat that Barack Obama could find. Mm -hmm. um, And he is old style. But as you see, they'll make even the strongest people bend. They're not. I mean, the only ones they haven't made bend is Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. Donald Trump's the only politician I haven't seen bend. The political correctness. And I don't think he's going to. And, and again, that's a really big part of his appeal. That's why, you know, Republicans love him so much, because he will stand up to all of this nonsense. Uh, now, he'll take the slings a, and arrows and just shoot them right back. Warren also uh, had an executive order. You know, before I move on to Warren, do we happen to have the audio of Joe Biden saying this? Yeah, let's play that. To somehow give the impression to people that I was praising those men who I successfully opposed time and again? Well, yes, I was. I regret it. And I'm sorry for any oh. of the pain or misconception <laughs> okay. they may have caused anybody. Uh, uh, wow. Mm. Here's the amazing thing, though. That won't, that won't mean a thing to the left. They don't care. They don't care that he apologized. Apologizing means nothing to them. They'll still attack him like piranha. Well, did you see the did you see the riots in Washington D.C.? Did there, you see the way Antifa was was going off on uh, on Washington D.C. over this weekend? Did you miss all that? I did. Yeah, I missed. Oh it. well, I guess you yeah. had to. Guess you had to. You know, turn off the news and actually look for some actual reporting online to see it. Uh, maybe they weren't covering it, but Antifa uh, went to the what was it? The Proud Boys march or something and they were looking yeah yeah they were looking Mm -hmm. for they were looking for trouble and uh seeing that they found a little bit of it yeah but they didn't find Mm -hmm. it really with the with the proud boys i don't think i think the proud boys you know there was the antifa there were so many more antifa than proud boys uh that uh they they decided you know what it's kind of pathetic to pick on those guys i think that's what their attitude was and they went and they instead uh, we're dragging um, newspaper, uh, what do you call those uh, things, you know, the newspaper boxes. They were they were dragging those and destroying those, which shows, again, why the press just loves Antifa, because they love, they love the mm-hmm. press. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were fighting with police, and it was, it was quite nice. It was quite nice. Uh, and, the, uh, and the press still is making excuses for them. Good luck with that, guys. Good luck. Uh, Now, Warren has also said that she's going to do an executive order to address the mythical race and gender pay gap, which which I think is is wonderful, because then there will be a pay gap that will be a gender gap, but it will be in favor of women, not in the favor of men, because there is 
no pay gap. None. Mm-hmm. Thus the mythical part of that. Thank you, Pat, for pointing that out. You're welcome. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, and it's been it's been disproven how many times by even the Washington Post. It's not like it's only Republicans or only conservatives that talk about that. The Washington Post has done repeated pieces on that to, to show you're comparing apples to oranges. Stop it. It doesn't work. There is no gap like that. There's no 17% gap in the pay wage between the two genders. So did you see the latest polls? And I'm going to get into this um, next hour on the things that we should probably know about America that are actually kind of pretty good. Um, But did you see the latest polls on Donald Trump? Yeah, that is. Well, are you talking about the ABC Washington Post poll? Yeah, yeah. Um, It shows that. Uh, Donald Trump had his highest ratings uh, that he has had. He has now 47% approval rating, which is significant because at this time in his presidency, Barack Obama had a 46% approval rating, and uh, he won. I just thought I'd throw that in there. (laughs) He won. Um, George Bush, but you have to remember, this is at the – this was – had we gone into Iraq – or were we just about to go into Iraq at the end of George Bush's first term? Do you remember? No, oh, we'd been in Iraq already. We'd yeah. been in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he had a 61% approval rating. Um, but Barack Obama, 46. Donald Trump, higher by one point than Barack Obama at the end of his uh, first term. They show that Biden will beat Trump 51-43. Warren Sanders and Kamala Harris will beat uh, Trump 51-43. But here's the interesting thing. If he goes head-to-head with a socialist, it's 46-46. Now, now I, I thought you just said Warren Sanders and Kamala Harris, it would win 51-43. But if he goes head-to-head with a socialist, what the hell are they if they're not socialists? <laughs> I mean, that shows how out of touch people are Mm -hmm. and how out of touch the mainstream media or how bad of a job the mainstream media is doing. Warren Sanders and Harris are not considered to be socialists. And one of them fully admits he's a socialist and they're still not qualifying him as a socialist. Right. And, And at least one of them is out socializing uh, the socialist. <laughs> yes. uh, yes. I mean, Warren is going further than Bernie Sanders. And in some cases, I believe Kamala Harris is, uh, is as well. You believe these polls? I, I, don't, I don't believe for a second that Warren, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris uh, defeat Trump. If the election were, even if it were held today, I don't, I don't think there's any way they beat Trump. I, I don't think Biden would either. And so I... I don't know where they're coming up with this. I don't know if it's because they're not they're not surveying likely voters, likely registered voters, or if it's just registered voters they're they're surveying because I'm really there's something super, wrong with this. I'm really super cautious on this because I don't want to dismiss the polls because as we learned from Stu after the, elect- the last election, the the polls were very very accurate. It, they where they got it wrong was in the electoral college. And so I hate yeah. to dismiss the, the, the polls here, but I do think I, I do think they're I mean, I do think they're wrong. I, I, I do, do too. 
My gut says to dismiss them, um, but I don't know if that's wishful thinking or or what it is. But I next hour I'm going to go into uh, what's really what's really happening in the country. And as I was putting those stats together, I, I thought, hmm, it just doesn't seem like like America. They either don't feel this recovery, they don't feel what's really going on. Or, uh, or these polls are wrong, but it's one mm-hmm. of the two. Either America mm-hmm. has been convinced that we are in dire straits, and there's no difference except bad differences between now and Obama, that they're willing just to throw all of this away. They either don't feel it or been misinformed so much they do believe the press over the facts and the reality in front of themselves. Uh, or these poll numbers are wrong, and y- you'll have to decide, and we'll do that next hour. Realestateagentsitrust.com is not just a client of mine. I am the client. This is my company, <clears throat> and we have <clears throat> over a 1,000 real estate agents now across the country with another 5,000 that are waiting to join uh, our our team. Now, these 1,000 people, the reason why we, we just haven't added the extra 4,000, we're waiting to vet them because they're all personally hand-vetted and hand-selected for the team. And it's really important that we're able to say, this is a real estate agent that I trust. So we can pass their name on to you, so you will have a real estate agent that you trust. They have to have a high sense of urgency. They respond to every inquiry within minutes. I mean, unless it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. Usually you'll get it about five minutes, never more than an hour. Show professional conduct at all times. They return calls. They have to say what they – they have to do what they say they would do. Uh, if they shake a hand on something, that is a deal. They're experts also at properly evaluating the value of the homes in their market – and they have to live. The truth lives here. It's a creed of mine and my companies. And with their long track record of performance and success, they have to they have to represent the truth. And th- there's no part time people. There's nobody who have poor history. There's nobody who just started. These are the best in your area. So if you want to buy or sell a new home right now, you can go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Sell your home. On time for the most amount of money with the least hassle. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, I was uh, really disappointed. I was on my way to uh, Detroit this weekend to go to Afro Future. Oh, you too? Uh, wow. Oh, were you going to? Yeah, of course. I never miss it. And then I found out that they were char- charging white people uh, double the admission. Yeah. That and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I couldn't afford to go. Well, it's 20 bucks. I know, I so, know, yeah. I know. For the Afro Future Fest, do you have you? Did you read the description, Pat, before you tried to buy your tickets? No, I didn't have to because <clears throat> you just knew you I had knew to be there. Yeah. So uh, I read the description: uh, Afro Future Fest, immersive, intimate, and intentional space keeping for Afro Black Futurist. Obviously, a three. <laughs> Just think of that. What does that even mean? A 360 transformative dreamscape centering Detroit's black magic performers and artisans with community. 
I love it, man. I love it. That, doesn't even, that, that love sentence it. also does not even make sense. <laughs> Essence Fest meets Afropunk, intersecting narratives, co-creating the future necessary for black thriving. <laughs> I don't think that makes sense. I'm trying to make sense of each of the none of these sentences are complete. Uh, energy sourcing from the Wakanda that is Detroit. Our destination is hmm. reimagination aligned makers and shakers in collective liberation. Collective liberation. Now, seven generations past the transatlantic slave trade, black spirits are in synergetic healing. The donation based mm-hmm. landscape of freedom, freedom, uh, sorry, freedom, freedom is a home to black Detroit, anchoring the accessibility needed for its community. That sounds like fun. <laughs> that's it's powerful. It's it's. Powerful. I mean, if that's you know, you, they say, can you do it in an elevator pitch? When somebody was in the <laughs> elevator and they said, "I have an idea for Afro future," <laughs> and they spilled that out, you were like, "I'm in." Yeah. How much? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to charge uh, white people twice as much, and then you're really in. I think you're really, really committed at that point. Right. My hats right. off though to Tiny Jag. Probably. You know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite rappers, uh, Tiny Jack, actually left the festival because it was twice as much for white people as blacks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? So, really. In solidarity. I want to know who was trying to get in that was white, because I don't, I mean, that's like, that's like, you know, what would the line be like of, of African Americans going to, hey, we've got a revolutionary uh, war reenact uh, reenactment, uh, and Barry Manilow is going to be playing polka music there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think that's that's even too white for most white people. But uh, all right, back in a second with the truth on America and Donald Trump and the election coming up. of entertainment and enlightenment. So this weekend, uh, I wanted to look at America, who we really are. And, And who we really are are the people. The people are different than what we're seeing in the press or Twitter or Facebook. But also the people's financial health is also better than what I think people recognize. And I want to talk about that because we're at a crossroads. Are we are we going to turn back and go to the, the policies of the past of Barack Obama and worse? Or are we going to continue to chart a new course forward? That we'll talk about in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Sitting in the next chair uh, makes me realize I travel too much. I'm up this weekend or this week now in our studios in New York City, and this is not an X chair. One of those, uh, one of those fancy chairs. One of them nice fancy chairs. There was a nice best chair ever made for an office. No, it's not. No, it's not. How do I know? Because I bought a bunch of them, and they suck. So the X chair, I tried it out, tried it myself. Didn't take anybody else's word for it. 
actually used it. 30-day money-back guarantee. I love it. I love the X-Chair. It is as comfortable as they say it is, and you'll have to find out if it's as comfortable as I say it is. Just try it out. Um, I don't think I do an adequate job in, in describing it. I don't know how to describe it. It's just the best chair I've ever sat in. And I can I I compare it to the best office chair and the best recliner I've ever sat in. It's both of those things. It's amazing. And it has like 10 or 11 or 15. I don't even know how many different adjustments it has, but it'll adjust right to your body and the way you like it. Take advantage of X-Chair's new financing uh, financing option. The, increase your productivity with the right model for you. X Basic or X1 through X4. The X Chair can fit your body and your budget. Right now, X Chair is on sale for $100 off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck, B E C K dot com, or call 844 4X Chair. Go to xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code X Wheels, and you can receive a free set of the upgraded new X Wheels with your chair. That's xchairbeck.com. So I have been wondering, and I'm actually meeting with some people, I think, tonight, some financial gurus here in New York, um, to talk a little bit about the economy and, um, and what's happening. Why we're not seeing inflation. Now, we are seeing inflation in the stock market, I believe. Um, you know, the people who really have access to, you know, zero zero interest loans or very, very close to zero are these big financial institutions. And they're, they're lending that out to big corporations and big corporations are taking and they're buying the, all of their, uh, their stock back, which I guess is a good thing shows that they believe that their company is going to do well, but that's where the inflation is really centered. We're not seeing inflation anywhere else. So I've been trying to figure out why. Okay. So how inflation happens is it's, too much money chasing too few of goods. But it's really caused by the velocity of money. How many times that dollar after it's printed is spent by the number of people that that dollar passes through before it goes back to be replaced? Okay, so before it leaves the treasury until it comes back to the treasury. How many times? And we have a velocity rate of maybe one or two, which means it goes into one person's hand from the bank, and then they keep it for a while, and then it goes to another person, and they keep it for a while, and then it goes back to the treasury. That's very low. It's We're at historic lows of velocity. Usually, it'll go through one person, and then they'll spend it you know, at some store, and then that store will go and buy new products with that dollar, and then that dollar is used to pay the the employees that are making that product, and then they take that dollar, and then they spend it buying groceries, and the grocer takes it and buys a movie. That's velocity, when it keeps going through. Once people start hanging on to it and say, ah, i got to hold on to this dollar, then there's... Uh, there's there's trouble with the economy not being able to move forward. 
But we've got a couple of things going on, and I'm trying to figure out why this is happening. And one theory I'd like to share with you that I think is is really positive on the country and positive for our future, and that is think of the things that we used to have to buy that are now free. So we're all let's just 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 take the iPhone. The iPhone um, has replaced so many things. Now we complain, you know, that's an eight hundred dollar phone. Okay. It is an $800 phone, and that seems ridiculous. However, it's not an $800 phone. I want you to think about the things that you would have had to buy had this technology not been here. For instance, you don't have to pay to read the news anymore. Now, you can. If you want to read the New York Times or the Washington Post, you have to pay for it. But generally speaking, you don't have to pay to read the news, where you used to have to buy a newspaper and a magazine. You don't really have to to pay for, for even watching shows anymore to get the news or to get commentary. You can get that usually on YouTube. You don't have to buy a new TV. You've got an unbelievable TV in your hands. So, so far, you, you haven't, you haven't had to buy a newspaper. You haven't had to buy a television if you didn't want to. You don't have to buy books. You can go and get books for free many places, many times. Uh, you can borrow books or you can jo- buy, you know, uh, use a very uh, inexpensive app that will allow you to borrow the books. Same with Music, same with movies. Who's buying DVDs anymore? Not buying DVDs. Are you buying DVDs? So that DVD money, velocity of money, uh, the DVD, when you buy it, it's really going to Apple and then to Disney, and that's it. It's not going to a company that's making the DVDs. It's not going to a store that has to sell the DVDs. Do you remember the days when we used to have to have GPS in our cars? Well, look, first we stopped buying maps, and then we bought a really expensive GPS for our cars. You don't have to have that anymore. That's in your phone, too. You don't have to. If you want to sell something, you don't have to buy a classified ad. You can do that on your phone. You no longer have to pay for long distance. There's long distance service, and it's free. Oh, by the way, a really good camera. Yeah, how much did a Nikon cost? How much does a Canon cost? Now, those are better cameras, but for the average person, you don't have to buy a camera. You don't have to buy film. You don't have to pay for film processing. You don't have to pay for a photo album. Think of all of the things down the line that you no longer have to you no longer have to buy. You don't have to buy flash cubes. You don't have to buy, uh, you don't have to buy batteries for your, for your camera. You don't have to buy a video camera because your camera is now a video camera, which is also your phone and your newspaper and your book and your television. Think of how much is wrapped up in an $800 purchase. When you think of an iPhone, you think that's expensive. I'd like you just to consider for a minute what you're getting 
in that iPhone. How much money? I don't, and I know this is such a Glenn way of of thinking of things, and I don't know if anybody else does this, but I've done this my whole life. Think of the money we're saving, honey. It's $800. I know, but think of the money. But I think this one actually works. Think of the money you're saving. Now, also think about the number of stores that have gone out of business because this one device has taken away most of all of those things. It collapsed Kodak. So we're able to, while we're spending more, we're spending it in fewer places. While we're doing that, let me just let me just go over some of the financial numbers that we have now. In the peak of 07, so this is right before the crash. In the peak, we had 83.4 trillion dollars in total assets. That's for all the general public. 83.4 trillion. At our low, it was $71 trillion. We now have in assets $124.7 trillion. Now, those assets are 24% homes, 5% other tangibles, 9% deposits, 21% pension funds, and other financial assets. I would imagine that's your maybe 401k, 41%. Our liabilities, 7% are auto loans. Student debt is 10%. So we have debt uh, debt payments as percentage of disposable income. In 1980, we were spending on our debt payments 10.6%. Fourth quarter in 07, right before the crash, we were paying 13% of our disposable income was going to debt. Today, it's at 9.9. So it's the lowest since 1980. That's not what you think of when you think of America. You think of America going further and further in debt. The household net worth, third quarter in 07, was 69,000. Second quarter of Q19 is 110,000. So we're saving more money. We're worth more money. We have more total assets and lower liabilities. We are getting more for our buck. Because we should total this up. What would this cost you? A newspaper a day. Let's say five books a year people might read. How many movies, music, GPS, the classified ads, the long-distance phone service, the camera, the video camera, the film processing, the computer, the calculator, all of these things that are now part of your phone, how much would that have cost you? So we're getting much more for less. But now I want to compare just the last administration with this administration, and this is where it kind of turns political. And is the answer to, is Donald Trump going to win? It will all come down to this, if people feel it. So the percentage of, of higher income, the, the, the percentage of growth into a higher income, okay? This is in Florida, from Obama's last term, 
to Trump's first nine quarters. Okay, so comparing, trying to compare apples to apples, his term isn't over, but trying to compare apples to apples, what was Obama doing compared to what is Trump doing? In Florida, the growth into a higher income was 2.5%. Now it's 3.4. Indiana, 2.6. Now 3.3. Iowa, 1.6 to now 3.1. Ohio, 2.4 to 3.4. Philadelphia or Pennsylvania, 2.6 to 3.6. Michigan's the only one that went the other direction, 3.2 versus 3.0. Wisconsin, 2.1 versus 3.6. Nevada, 2.5 versus 4.3. So people are making more money. The hourly wage uh, growth has gone up. In all sectors, in mining, uh, less than 1% with Obama. Today, 3.8% hourly wage growth. Construction, 2.1 to Trump's 3.5. Anybody working in manufacturing, 1.9 to 2.8. Private services, 2.2 to 3.0. Retail, 2.2 to 3.6. Transportation, 1.8, 3.3. Leisure and hospitality, 3.1 to 4.5. So in other words, what I'm saying here is we're spending less, we're getting more. We're saving more. We have more. And with the jobs, more boats are being lifted. Now, I don't think Washington nor New York will see this. It will be the forgotten man, the one who voted for Trump in the first place. He's doing better. The question is, will they recognize that, or will the media brainwash them so much that they will dismiss how well things are actually going right now. All right, our sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. If you are in pain, I get it. Uh, I have been in pain, and there's nothing that helps me more than Relief Factor. It's estimated that over 50 million people miss work due to pain, and Americans spend over $2,000 a year to combat their pain, and 66% figure they're just going to live the rest of their life like this. Why? Don't give up. Don't give up. There is an answer for your pain. And I want you to try the thing that I tried that my wife went, You gotta try this. Uh, and I finally did. I didn't think it would work. It works for me. It's 100% drug-free. It's created by doctors. They want you to try it for three weeks. You take it as directed three times a day. It's nineteen ninety-five. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. You take it and see if it works. If it works for you, keep taking. If it doesn't work for you, stop taking it. There's four key ingredients that help fight uh, inflammation in your body. And that's where a lot of our pain is coming from. All the inflammation in our body, you got to get that under control. Relief Factor helps you do that. Get a three-week quick start now for $19.95. If you want a drug-free and natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, it's relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID.
So here's what we here's what we have with uh, Donald Trump in the latest polls. These are the ABC uh, Washington Post polls. It shows that he has a 47 percent approval rating that is up from Obama at this same time period, who had a 46 percent approval rating. And remember, we kept saying he's so unpopular, he's got to lose. Well, he's got a machine. He's got a machine. Yeah, but he's 46% on disapproval. Well, Donald Trump, believe it or not, is one point more popular than Obama was. Think of that. Think of that. Now let's remember that he won his next election. 51% now say that Trump is good for the economy. That's amazing to me because almost everybody has been affected by this economy. So I don't know how others are thinking that he's not good for the economy. Uh, but 51% say that he's good for the economy. If that holds or goes up, um, he, I think he has a sure ticket into uh, the Oval Office the next time around. I think, the- And I'm not sure. Pat, do you think that people are are willing to say in a poll where they stand? Uh, that's it's kind of where I'm a little confused right now. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's that or if the Democrats are doing such a thorough job of class warfare. All they talk about is how only the rich are doing well in this economy. Are they convincing people that they're not doing well when they are? It's possible, I think. I, you know, they, that's all they hammer, and they hammer it repeatedly all of them every single candidate keeps repeating the same old line uh even when the media will break down and say well you know the president does really well uh in the economy and well yeah sure with the with the wealthiest americans with the richest one percent those are the only ones benefiting so they're they're playing that marxist card every single time the economy comes up so i don't know if that's what's taking hold or or if or if the polls are flawed. We just have such a a screwed up version of success and uh welfare and how we're doing mm-hmm. as a country, how you know what our lives should be like. I mean I, I think people are gonna be so shocked if they would vote for a socialist on how fast this thing falls apart. Oh yeah. I mean you know how fast it'll be did you see what venezuela that came out the un came out this weekend and said venezuela has been killing people by the thousands and they're just political enemies they're just anybody who stood up against the government or disagrees with the government's positions mm-hmm. they are they're killing killing them they say the un says uh i think it's five thousand but uh they said it could be much much higher some estimates are as high as 9,000. Just in the last couple of months, they're just slaughtering people. What a surprise. It's their political enemies. And we're headed in the same direction. It's got to stop. More in just a second. We have a new sponsor, and I am thrilled to have Takeovus uh, on with us. They make great boots. 
that are uh, at a price that you just can't beat. I mean, really can't beat. Here in Texas, boots are like crazy. They're really they're either crap or they're crazy expensive. And when I say crazy expensive, I mean I've gone in and I've been like, "Hey, how much are these boots?" And they're like, "Oh, well, those are three thousand dollars." What? That's crazy. And then you get crap. Well, no. How about how about we do something different? How about you give us really good boots at an affordable price? Well, um, uh, Tacovas has come up with a way to sell directly to you. So they sell directly to the customers. Their boots are half the price of similar quality boots. No retailers means no unnecessary market uh, markup. They are really great. They're timeless quality. They're handmade with high-quality, full-grain leathers, world-class boot makers. You've got to go and see them now at uh, at uh, uh, tecovas.com slash Beck. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. Glenn, Mark Levin, Stephen Crowder, and me, Pat Gray, all in one location. Use the promo code Glenn for 10 bucks off. BlazeTV.com slash. Hey, I have, uh, I've never done this before. I don't think in... I don't think ever uh, where I have so badly botched a commercial, I will feel guilty the rest of the day if I don't correct this. Um, uh, Tacovis is a is a new sponsor today. I just did their commercial and it was awful. And uh, uh, it was because I was time pressed and it was it was new. And I were, I like to spend more time with a new uh, sponsor. This is a. Uh, a boot company, but it's better than a boot company. It makes jeans, it makes belts, leatherwear, wallets, everything. They are based in Texas, and it's a it's a couple of guys that started this that were like just like me. And I think Pat, when you got down here, I mean, boots are so expensive. Yeah, and if yeah. I mean, I don't know who wears the two thousand dollar boots. I guess you know well, they can go up to ten. Oh, I know they can. Yeah, I know they can or more. Uh, and and they, you know, who wears those? I don't know where you wear them. Or I mean, getting outside of the limousine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where you you would wear those, but people do wear them in Texas. But the average person, you're either buying really bad stuff, or you're, uh, you know, or you're you're having to be, you know, forced into something that you just can't afford. These people make really good handmade boots, and I just. I wanted to apologize to them for such a horrible commercial and welcome them to the family. I wear their jeans. I wear their boots. I think I'm wearing their belt today. Um, And this is a client that I wanted on the air because I think they're really, really good. Again, started by two guys who just think Americans can do really great quality and find ways to make it affordable uh, for everybody. So, it's T E C O V A S Tacovas dot com slash Beck. All right, Pat. The question that I have to ask that I think the New York Times is really is 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 really reflecting most Americans when they ask this question: Do Americans need air conditioning? <laughs> uh, uh, if they want to survive, yeah. Uh, yeah. If if you live in Texas, you know the answer to that question. Well, you live anywhere in the South. There's a reason yeah. why the South wa- was sparsely populated for a long time, right? 
uh, because there was no air conditioning. Eight people lived in lived Houston, in f- Texas until about 1956. Yeah, nobody did. <laughs> right. Nobody did. You wouldn't. Yeah. I was, I was um, uh, out this uh, summer in Texas. Where was I? And I was only outside for maybe an hour and a half. And I was, uh, who lived here? Yeah. Nobody lived here. It's not. And it was the same way pretty much all over the South. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, and mm-hmm. I got news for you. Pacific Northwest, we could have done without air conditioning. I did my whole life growing up. And, yes, there were a few sleepless nights where you needed a fan mm-hmm. uh, in the summertime uh, that were really toss and turn that you could have used air conditioning. For, for the most part, you open a window. There are not even flies in the Pacific Northwest for the love of Pete. It's like that in Montana, too. Nobody has air conditioning in Montana. Nobody, Nobody has it. Nobody. Nobody. Now, in New York, it's a different story, and that's, you know, that's pretty far north, too. But you get those hot, humid days. You can't do it without air conditioning, even in New York. So it's not just a southern thing. But if you, I mean, if you live in Iceland, yeah, you're going to say, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't need air conditioning. And, Try uh, Africa. <laughs> right. Try Africa. Right. Okay. So, but the New York Times would like to say, on an overheated planet, oh, air conditioning becomes more and more desirable. Solving yeah. the short-term problem, it's helped create. So air conditioning is the reason why the planet is getting hotter. And the more we use air conditioning, the hotter it's going to get. Um, fire, they say, made us human. But does air conditioning make us less so? Uh, no. 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 Makes us no. much more so. Yeah. When we I can mean, control I, both environments? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Didn't that say something about a species? Yeah, I don't think monkeys control the environment. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I know, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to check out the lion who was like, hey, I got to call the air conditioning guy. I'm wearing this fur coat around my neck the whole time, and I'm boiling up. I need to call the air conditioning lion. Now, they go on. Think about the term air conditioning. Okay says the culture critic at the Boston Globe, who suffers at work and does without at home. Do you really want to condition your air? Yes. Yes, Yes, I do. Your skin, maybe, or your hair. I'm a vegetarian, Mm -hmm. but I didn't become one for any specific reason. It just happened. But there are all sorts of ex post facto good reasons for not eating meat. Same with AC. If you just modify your actions... It's good for the planet. It's good for everyone. Oh, shut, shut up. up. There, you know why? There is no good reason to get rid of air conditioning. I, I was just last night. We were in Chinatown. Ooh, have you smelled Chinatown in the summer in New York? You get the nice, lovely urine vomit. <laughs> You know, uh, smell coming up from the subway nice. right into the dead, stinky fish. Mm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dinner bell is. is ringing now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. I mean, mm. I could have I could have been confused uh, for a bulimic yesterday. I was so close to barfing the whole time I was in. Uh, but I managed to get through it by going into a nice air conditioned restaurant and eating stuff that didn't smell like it was rotting <laughs> next to a bunch of people who didn't smell like bad B.O. No, I don't want to live that way. We, we You know, we, we got, we, we've made progress. The New York Times would like to 
uh, let us know that overcooling is using conventional AC uh, to its extreme, and it's like extreme dieting, removing calories without improving tr- uh, nutrition. One ends up installing heaters in the summer in office spaces that do not enable local temperature control, the quintessential sugar rush. Air conditioning, listen to this, air conditioning demystifies nature's miracles. What? What? What is one of nature's miracles? That it's boiling hot outside? That's not a nature <laughs> mi- a miracle. I'm not mystified by it. It's summer. It's summer. I live in a part that's closest to the equator, which mm-hmm. is then getting directly the direct sunlight from the sun. That big <laughs> flaming nuclear explosion in the sky. I don't know how mystical it really is. It contributes to a culture characterized by disconnection and overconsumption. What are we dis- disconnected from? What the heat? Disconnected from from smelly people? Yes. There's an off-sided study published in Nature.com that notes how building temperatures, once set to comfort preferences of the 1960s era men in suits disregard the thermal comfort of the female staffers. Oh. Mm. Quote, air conditioning is sexist, an engine of the patriarchy. This is the frickin' New York Times. Building temperatures are largely controlled by building managers to industry standards that aim for the thermal comfort of 80% of a building's occupant, which means, of course, that 20% will be uncomfortable, if not miserable. Those standards are updated regularly by the American Society of Heating, Refrigerating, and Air Conditioning Engineers, which suggests that a building temperature ranged from 67 to 82 degrees Fahrenheit. What building except your mother's or your grandparents' house is at 82 degrees? <laughs> I mean, that's a nursing wow. home. Yeah. That's the only yeah. place is a nursing. My my father-in-law comes down, and he's had a stroke, and he's got, I don't know, thin blood or what. I don't know what it is. But he comes down. He's literally wearing a sweater and a jacket outside in Dallas wow. in the summer. He can't come and visit us anymore. I told Tanya. He's got to stay at a hotel. So he's got to stay. Or he can just live in a tent outside, and we can put some hot coals on the floor for him, too. But he keeps it, like, at 85 degrees. It's miserable. Many offices, including those in the New York Times, set their thermostats to 74 to 76 degrees, which you would think would feel balmy. Yet yet the other day, my colleagues... We're shivering in sweatshirts and sweaters. Okay. What? Between 74 and 76 degrees. No, you're not sh- shivering. They're shivering in sweatshirts and sweaters. No. My colleagues, probably about 20% of them were shivering. Oh, kind of like what the industry standard is, that it's set for 80%, meaning that 20% are going to be uncomfortable, in some cases even miserable. What are you talking about? You're within the norm, New York Times. But I guess suffering, suffering, self-imposed suffering in my life because I'm a lapsed Catholic and an Irishman. 
So I need a certain degree of self-imposed suffering in my life. And I guess this air conditioning, this air conditioning is just one that qualifies as suffering. Oh, my God. Pathetic. They are, they are, they are right in step with oh, the American yeah. people. Yeah. Do you remember how they made fun of Jimmy Carter when he said, you know, about sweaters? You just have to wear a sweater. Just set your air conditioner a little yeah. lower and wear a sweater in the, yeah. in the winter. Yeah. They're th- we're back to this. Yeah, that's when we're, we were being blamed for the energy crisis. Yes. Now we're being blamed for global warming, and yep. it's the same mm-hmm. message. Jeez. Have less. Do less. Don't have. I am per- currently sitting in a studio in Manhattan that is 62 degrees, and I'm loving every <laughs> second of it. And if there's somewhere on Earth a panda going, oh, it's too hot. Well, sucks to be a panda. I like it 62 degrees in the summer. So are you looking for a perfect handgun for self-defense and days at the range? I have some good news for you. I, we now have a, uh, the uh, USCCA. I am a, a member of the USCCA, and I'm a supporter of the Second Amendment, and the USCCA is also a very big supporter of the Second Amendment. For a very limited time, the USCCA is giving 19, uh, 19 people $1,000 each to buy a brand-new Glock 19. Brand-new Glock, that's a great gun. $1,000, buy you a great Glock. All right, 19 people are going to win. It might as well be you. You could take home $1,000 for free. All you have to do is text the, the word back to the number 87222 for the official rules and lock in your 19 chances to win. Now, it all ends very, very soon. You have to hurry. Clock is ticking. They're giving away 19 Glocks. You'll instantly get 19 free chances to win just by texting back to the number 87222. Do it right now. It's easy. You can enter in seconds, 100% free, Back to the number 87222. 19 chances to win. Get all the rules and information and go protectanddefend.com. Protectanddefend.com. But if you go and register for the gun, they'll give you all this information. Just text back to the number 87222. Standard message and data rates do apply. So, uh, Pat, are, am I the only one that's kind of sick of... Now, not all of them. I want to make clear. Some of them are cool. Uh, but the, the uh, women's World Cup champions now, yeah. the American soccer team. Yeah, some of them that are battling with President Trump. No, no. Have you seen the latest now? The latest is today, the video of one of them holding the flag, kind of dragging it on the ground. And then when they get their you know, time to have a camera shot, uh, she just drops the flag on the ground between her legs, and then she's you know they start mugging for the camera and celebrating, and and now somebody mm. from the soccer team immediately runs up behind her and picks it up off the ground, which I commend that player. Uh, but these, I mean, can, is there nothing? Nothing. Yeah, it's 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 sad that they've they've made this equation. I guess that the president is the country, and they don't like the president, so they're gonna. They're going to disparage the country. It's really weird because uh, it, it Barack is. Obama was the president, and I loved the country. 
Yeah. And I even supported the country right. voting for Barack Obama, right. even though I thought he was awful. I still uh, he was the president of the United States and I still, you know, lived by that. And I, I you know, I still loved my country. I yeah. still I prayed for him every night. Right. You know, I yeah. still I still uh, sang the national anthem. I, ref, uh, you know, I I mean, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't either. And after after the uh, women, and by the way, it's great that they won the World Cup. I'm I'm really excited about that. It's four times now. That's more than any other great. country in the world. Great. Um. So they beat Netherlands yesterday, two to nothing. And then at, immediately after, Fox went in. It went into a, a pub in uh, Lyon, France, and there was a bunch of Americans there. And so they thought they were going to do a really cool shoot and talk to some of the Americans. Did you see what happened? As soon no. as they started the live broadcast, uh, the idiots at the bar started chanting f trump over and over and over on live tv because it was fox i'm sure uh and then they were smiling and laughing so proud of themselves yeah a nice representation of the country thank you uh, well if you're in france idiots. you do as the french do i, I guess you know <laughs> and uh you know the french have loved everybody that uh I just think is worthless, starting yep. with Jerry Lewis. And I actually have respect for <laughs> actually have respect for Jerry Lewis. And uh, you know, I like him, but yeah. uh, you know, to make him the you know world's most famous clown, I'm not sure that that was appropriate. Um, you know, mm-hmm. not when there's Marcel Marceau, huh? No, you right, know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Uh, but America stinks on ice, where we just stink in our armpits and in our crotches. <laughs> People are supposed to. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You can head to theblaze.com for more top stories. I'm Hillary. That's your four-minute buzz. And now here's Glenn and Pat with the final hour of the show. Thank you very much. Just watching the uh, new trailer for Brad Thor. He's got a new book out called Backlash. He is New York Times bestselling author of 19 thrillers. He is a good friend of mine, been a friend of the program for years. He has uh, just released his latest audiobook, Backlash. It is a white-knuckle thrill ride, as all Brad Thor's uh, books are. You don't. My wife said to me, do I have to start at the beginning? No, no, no. You can, you can pick up a uh, Brad Thor novel, and you'll end up going back and reading all the other ones. Uh, but it's like James Bond. You can join any place. He is known now around the world as the master of thrillers. I think it was the New York Times that called him that. Go to bradthor.com. The book is on the home page. It's really easy to find. Watch the trailer. Choose from a ton of different options uh, to purchase, including on the CD. But the audiobook is now available. Rated five stars on Amazon Backlash. The latest from Brad Thor. Download the audiobook today. That's bradthor.com bradthor.com well worth the time always a great summer read brad thor all right final hour of the radio program uh, today from new york city we come back well apparently of entertainment and enlightenment, yeah. enlightenment apparently uh starbucks just cannot get it down with the police this time they've asked police uh in arizona to leave uh, the Starbucks, they've had to apologize right away. Uh-huh. Uh, and in other kind of like-minded news, AOC is now, she is now starting to quote Evita. I, 
I don't know if she knows who Evita really was, but she's now quoting her uh, by name. And she didn't have a problem with the fascist uh, Evita Peron. I I think that's uh, how appropriate they have fully taken off the masks. She's now quoting a fascist dictator's wife. Uh, so we'll we'll get into that in about one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The best thing about Tacovas boots is once you get a pair, they are at a price you cannot beat, and they are so comfortable. They are handmade. You don't have to break them in. They're real good, high-quality leather. You don't have to break them in. You don't have to think about price. They are, again, made handmade, high-quality, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers. Each pair takes about 200 steps to make. I love, I love things that are handmade, but usually things that are handmade are really expensive. These are not. Uh, they are, they are, um, they are the dream of a couple of guys in Austin, Texas, who thought there's got to be a way to make boots and make boots in a way that Americans have always loved, have always loved to wear, and they're not going to break your bank. So there, there's something that you can wear every day. If you wear boots every day, if you want to. Shipping is free. There's free returns always. And ordering is risk-free and easy. Your order will ship out of their warehouse within 24 hours of the order. They are renowned for their customer service satisfaction. They always err on the side of the customers. And boots aren't the only thing they make. They also make leather bags, uh, men's jeans, which I love. The only jeans that I'll wear 1791 jeans. Uh, I'll wear some Ralph Lauren jeans and uh, Tacovis jeans. I really, really like their jeans. You'll love everything they make. They're great prices. They can't be beat. Timeless style that will complement yours. Find your pair uh, at Takeovas. It is T E C O V A S. Takeovas.com. Am I saying it wrong? Tacovis. You know what the problem is? I've got a I've got a Scottish guy that I work with who is always saying it wrong, and now I can't say it right. Oh my gosh. Tacovis. I gotta say it. You gotta say it like George Bush would say. Tacovis. You see what I'm saying? Tacovis. Not like some not like some Scottish freak. Tacovis. Tacovis.com slash Beck. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. Tacovis.com slash Beck. Time to fire Craig. It is time to fire Craig. <laughs> he's got. Oh man, I don't, don't need to go into it. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's start with uh, Starbucks. Starbucks, uh, if you remember right, they took the side of two people uh, that were staying at the Starbucks, sitting at the table and not ordering anything. And it was crowded. And if you're if I remember right, uh, they said you have to order. They said no. So the, the manager called police. Police came, removed them because then they started getting hostile. 
And then Starbucks turned against the police who they called. Right. Right? Yep. Now they've done it again in Arizona. Yeah, some Tempe police officers were forced to uh, pick up their coffee cups and get out of the restaurant because uh, one person in the Starbucks went to an employee and said, I I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe because there's police officers in here. I mean, wouldn't the natural reaction, yeah, wouldn't that be your natural reaction? Are you wanted by the law? What's your problem? Quite honestly, unless you're mentally ill. That could be, yes. Okay. Yes. If you're mentally Barring ill. Barring that, or though, you've got you no are, wait, business wait, wait, wait. doing this. If if you are if you are living in, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, some southern town that just has not gotten past 1956 and you're black but, or you're white that's not Tempe, and you though. like black people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's not Tempe. That's not Tempe. No. So you you have to be so delusional and suffering from some sort of mental illness to think that you're unsafe with the cops in a public place. That doesn't make any sense. And, and you know it's just the hysteria of guns. They probably see the, the guns that the officers have uh, in their holsters, and they freak oh, out. I, it's, do you think so? I, I, think, I think it could just pro- as easily it, yeah. be just, just, just the badge. Or it might be. Just the badge. There, I mean, we've made police officers into such bad guys, especially on yeah, Tempe. Isn't that where the uh, university is located? Mm-hmm. One of them. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's got. I bet it's a university student that is just like. Could well be. <laughs> this isn't a safe yeah. space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so you're throwing police officers out because the customers don't feel safe. Uh, all right. Well, then when the place gets held up. And or somebody comes in and starts shooting, then what do you do? Well, we don't want police well, officers in here because we won't feel safe. Well, police officers will be what police officers are, and they will respond every time. Yes, they every will. Time. Yes. If for me, I would have a very hard time. I would really. I mean, I would not be a good police officer. <laughs> I wouldn't there, either. Good yeah, luck. Because there, there would come a time to mm-hmm. where I'd be like, "Shut up!" <laughs> right. Just shut right. up. Uh, and uh, one Adam twelve, probably... one Adam twelve, a two eleven in progress in Tempe, and no, yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> call one Adam thirteen because twelve ain't answering this call. I would really. That is how you would feel. That's how I would feel. And I, would I too. You know, it's amazing especially, police don't do that, especially because they're risking their lives when you need them. You love them. You remember how we all felt about every single police officer in the country after 9-11. We couldn't mm-hmm. get enough of these guys. We loved them. Now these same guys who showed us that when the going gets tough, they run in the building while we're running out of the building. Now those guys, oh, they're just oppressors. They're horrible. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It is we've taken we've taken and blown everything out of proportion. We have taken every good quality and assigned it to one group of people and every bad quality and assigned it to another group of people. This is this is what gets people killed. This is what happens with racism or uh, or classism that you start to put 
everybody into the same category. Well, they're not. There's some really good rich people. There's some really good white people. There are some really good black people. There are some really good poor people. There are some really good Chinese people, some really bad Chinese people. What are you talking about? There's there's everything because we're all human. And when it all comes down to it, all of us are going to the same place. Well, not all of us are going to the same place. If you believe in hell, I don't happen to believe in hell, but if you believe in hell, it does make you feel good that not everybody's going to the same place. <laughs> anyway, uh, 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 the, the idea that we somehow or another are different from each other, when I mean as a group, is ridiculous. Because they make us all exactly the same as a group, and yet they're at the same time telling us to celebrate our differences. Well, wait a minute. I thought we were all the same as a group. How how does this even work? None of this even makes sense anymore. You used to be able to have it make some sort of sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Maybe it's just me. I don't. I don't think so. My, uh, it's it's 2019. That's kind of where we wind up every day on my show. Is it's 2019? The things that that are everyday occurrences now, I couldn't have envisioned five years ago. And I remember five years ago thinking, "Well, we've come a long way down the wrong road." And look how much further we've traveled down that road than we were five years ago. And it, it gets worse every day. It just keeps compiling. Uh, it's nuts. Have you read, and I know I've talked about this for a long time, but you were glad when you read Garden of the Beasts, if I remember right. Yes. Once you read yes. it, you were, you were happy you did. Yes. You have to read, uh, shoot, it's not avoiding Hitler. It's defying Hitler. Defying Hitler. It is, Pat, I'm telling you, you will read it and you will see the exact pattern. You know, our museum was all about patterns. Yeah. And the only reason to look at history is to recognize it for the patterns and say, okay, here's how it happened last time. Are we making any of those mistakes? Okay. Mm -hmm. When you look at uh, this book called Defying Hitler and it just stops at the end, it doesn't have a it doesn't have a satisfying ending because it was just a it was a manuscript or almost a diary. Is this written in uh, 1939? Yes. And not published yes. not published until 2000. Right? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was written in Germany by a guy who uh became one of the leading authors uh and authorities on on Hitler. He wrote the uh, the quintessential uh biography on Hitler. And so he came to the United States in 1939. He didn't think he was going to be able to get out of there. Uh, but he starts at just before World War I. And he shows how society had changed. And he started writing it in the 30s because he saw Hitler come to power. And he's, he's writing a letter of warning to the West and saying, look, you guys don't understand what's happening in Germany and how the German people are seeing this. They're not mm. who you think they are anymore because of what's happened over the last 20 years. Now we're 20 years after nine 11. 
And when you read that book, just make World War One our 9-11, and you will see the exact same pattern. That's it's pretty chilling. It's chilling. It's chilling. You, wow. Uh, when I read this, I, I think I highlighted almost every page because I would read a page and I'd be like, oh, my gosh. The way he talks about people, because, he again, he's writing it like a diary. He's writing it almost real time. And he said... You know, my friends who we were close to just a year ago, now we can't talk to each other. Now uh, they'll call me a racist. They'll call me, uh, you know, a communist. They'll call me all of these names. And you read it, it's exactly the same. Exactly the same. And the, again, the only reason to learn history is to make sure you don't create the same conditions in the same pattern and repeat right. the pattern otherwise you're going to cut out the same exact figure this is this is an important book for every american to read uh, because it will show you we are going down the wrong path like crazy and we'll get to an actual nazi lover and aoc her love for this nazi lover in one minute We have guests in our studios uh, back in Dallas all the time, and um, they always comment on our X chair. They always like this is a really comfortable chair. What is this? Uh, Steven Crowder uh, is, was busting my chops. How come I don't have an X chair? So I don't know, Steven. You should buy one. I'm trying. I'm gonna get him one. I keep threatening to get him one and send him one. Um, and I just never get around to it. It is the best chair I've ever had in my office. It's the best chair I've ever had on set. Um, X chair has a 30 day, no questions asked guarantee of complete satisfaction. You have absolutely no risk. Now, most companies can't make this kind of offer, but nobody ever sends an X chair back. They never do. Try it yourself. Send it back if you don't like it. If you don't, if you say it's not exactly everything I said it was, send it back. Nobody does. Because it is just the best chair you'll sit in. It has like 10 different ways to adjust the chair. Take advantage of X-Chair's new financing option and increase your productivity with the right model for you. The X-Basic or the X-1 through the X-4. X-Chair will fit your body and your budget. Get a hundred uh, get a get a hundred percent off. No, get a hundred dollars off. <laughs> that would be quite a sale. Uh, get a hundred dollars off. Just go to X Chair Beck right now. It's xchairbeck.com, or you can call eight four 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 X Chair. When you go to xchairbeck.com, use the promo code X Wheels, and you're going to receive the uh, free set of the new upgraded X Wheels for your chair. They're really, really well made. It's xchairbeck.com. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. Hey, uh, Pat, mm-hmm. do you know, can, can you tell me, what do you know about Evita? Uh, that she was a uh, fascist. Right, she was, <laughs> she was a, a fascist lover, she and a, yes. uh, she was a fan of the Nazis, yes. uh, but also a fan of the people. Glenn. I mean, she was oh. all all about the people, the the of suffering she of was. the people, and knew that you know wealth was only in the sm- in the hands of a small fraction, a tiny little fraction of the people of Argentina. Right. 
And she right. wanted to fix that. She wanted to fix it. Well, that. and she did. She it was did. in even a smaller fraction. It was all in her <laughs> yes. hands in the end. Yes. Um, but uh, AOC tweeted this weekend, quote, I had watched for many years and seen how a few rich families held much of Argentina's wealth and power in their hands. So the government brought in an eight-hour workday, sickness pay, and fair wages to give poor workers a fair go. End quote. (laughs) I mean, how do you not know who this is? I I mean, I don't know. Hitler said stuff like this. Be like, yeah. Yeah, saying, I'm going to build a road that has no speed limit. It's going to be called the Autobahn. <laughs> and I'm going to start building some great cars called a Volkswagen. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. If you it's tweeted a- that out, it would be fascinating to see the deluge afterwards. But for her fans, they don't care because, you know, I think they're as ignorant as she is. They don't, they don't know who Eva Perón is. They don't know what she stood for, uh, and and I, you know, I I don't know that AOC knows much of anything really. She's she's pretty butt stupid, and so it doesn't surprise me to see her tweet out quotes that seemingly she agrees with Eva Perone. Okay, so wait a minute. It is Eva. I'm looking yeah. at the deal. Well, it you is could, Eva. or they Why called her Evita too. They did call yeah, her Evita. It was okay. yeah. It's it's pretty much both terms okay both names all right i like to call her just fascist yeah mm-hmm. that works so too. you know she was she went over to germany you know uh right around the war if not in the war and uh you know she's hobnobbing with uh the um uh the the nazis and and you know there's a reason you know argentina ended up being a place where there was a lot of nazis uh, towards <laughs> the end mm-hmm. uh you know, she made a very, very safe place for it. But she went over uh, to, uh, you know, tour and uh, see all of the greatest dictators of her time um, uh, during the during the war. And she also Jeez. made a quick stop at a bank in in Switzerland. Uh, and they were the, the the rumor is, is that she went over there and she just loaded that Swiss bank account with all kinds of uh well, the people's money, let's just say that. <laughs> All kinds of cash from the people. But she was only saving it, I'm sure. Yeah, for the for little the people. people. For, for Yeah, for the little people that she was so concerned about. You right. know that's what she was doing. Right. Well, they'll say that she was great for women's suffrage and she was great for the poor. Can we, can we, just, can we just point out that when we point out that the founders – did a lot of good stuff, including fighting against slavery. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. They right. were horrible human beings. But they can mm-hmm. take they can take Eva Perone. They can take uh, 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 Margaret Sanger. Yep, and they can say yep. Those people are horrible individuals. All they do is horrible individuals. Yeah, it's it's a nice double standard if you can get away with it and <laughs> be. It's uh, it's great because these are terrible people, and it's amazing that that they get away with praising them and they suffer no consequences. I mean, you can't even say Biden couldn't even say something that he ate dinner with two segregationists and and get away with it. Uh, well, and he's been he persecuted will again. ever since. 
He will again if he's made the nominee. Yeah, he will. Then he oh, will yeah. again. Then it'll be fine. Th- then yes. it'll be totally fine. Yep. Totally fine. I'm convinced. We, you know, we haven't talked about uh, uh, the um, uh, the sex. What's his name? Epstein. Oh, Epstein. yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we haven't talked about him yet. We have to because I'm convinced this is about Donald Trump. They haven't made it about him yet. I mean, some have. Because Trump made a statement a few years ago about, uh, you know, how he likes the ladies, how this guy likes the ladies, and he was a friend. And I, I really think this is about Donald Trump. I, I wonder if be. this guy, this guy should go to jail. He's re- it's really a horrible story. Um, but I, I wonder if it's not a story today just for the setup of you know, an October surprise for the election. Mm-hmm. Or coming up in just a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Norton Security. You know, Al Gore invented the Internet, but he didn't put enough, you know, safety valves on it. So people can actually come in and, and they can stay one step ahead of technology meant to protect you and to protect me. That's where Norton has come in from the beginning. Norton has provided computer security for us for a long, long time. But now they are the answer uh, for a virtual private network. Norton Secure VPN finally, finally is a way for you to uh, go and uh, and go wherever you want on the internet and not have Facebook or Google or anybody else, you know, access that data of your surfing history. They can't infiltrate your devices. It encrypts all of your connections, even on public Wi-Fi. So the information you send and receive is safe from cyber criminals who want to steal your private information or just companies that want look at you as a product go to norton.com slash vpn norton.com slash vpn protection starts at 333 a month terms apply norton secure vpn if you want to hear more great conservative voices go to blaze tv.com slash glenn and use the promo code glenn get ten dollars off so on saturday um there was a plane that landed here in New York, and it had Jeffrey Epstein in it, uh, and the police arrested him, and he has been in jail. He was um, taken to New York's public corruption unit, um, and they were assisted by investigators of the sex trafficking division. The case uh, is still undisclosed. There are indications that others are involved in his crimes and they are going to be charged or named as cooperating witnesses. Uh, this guy is, this guy seems to be a real dirtbag. Um, this is, this is kind of like, um, uh, what's his name from Hollywood? Uh, Pat, uh Weinstein. Uh, yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Where everybody kind of knew this, but nobody ever said it out loud. Um, everybody in these circles have have thought that he was a dirtbag for a long time. Mm-hmm. Good friends with Bill and Hillary Clinton. Uh, Bill big, Clinton would go down to Democrat his, donor. Yeah, huge Democratic donor. Uh, and Bill Clinton would go down to his uh, private island mm-hmm. in the Virgin Islands. And this is where a lot of this stuff apparently happened where he actually kept sex slaves. 
um, and they would go down and have their way with these women and rape them and then go home on his private jet. Yeah, and in some cases they weren't women. They were underage girls, uh, which makes this story even more sickening. Uh, he apparently, and this according to uh, an article done by, what was it? like? Maybe it might have even been Vanity Fair. They quoted Donald Trump saying, yeah, he likes he likes uh, he likes his women and he likes them young. Uh, And they printed Mm. that. um, And now they're using that against Donald Trump. Donald Trump was neighbors with him down by Mar-a-Lago. The picture they have of 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 Donald Trump and uh, Epstein is uh, one with uh, Marla, uh, not Marla. um, Oh, the first lady. Melania. Oh, Melania. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of Marla Maples, uh, but Melania. Um, and it was taken back in the 1980s. Um, so they've known each other for a long time. But again, uh, even the New York Times is saying that the they were really close with the Clintons. And he was uh, a very large Democratic uh, donor. So they're going to try to make this, I think, all about Donald Trump. I think you're exactly um, right on that. Uh, I'm. I was just reading uh, an article on this, and it, it's talking about Epstein, a multimillionaire hedge fund manager who has powerful political connections that include, and you would assume the first person they mentioned would be Bill Clinton because that's who's been associated with him for years now. And Clinton flew on his jet with him to the private island, and there's speculation that he was involved in some of these parties with young women. But no, the first person they include is President Donald Trump. Uh, amazing. That's amazing. Now, the Miami Herald is the one that is really has done all of the work on this, and they would not let it go. And I think that is, uh, I think that's commendable. But I want you to listen to uh, what they say about uh, Donald Trump. They talk about how uh, he has been with many, many famous people. Blah blah blah. Um. They say the Epstein case drew scrutiny following an investigation published in November by the Miami Herald called Perversion of Justice that examined the ways in which the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida, Alexander Acosta, worked in conjunction with Epstein's lawyers to engineer the non-prosecution agreement and to keep it secret from Epstein's victims so they could not object. Acosta is now President Trump's secretary of labor. So that's how they're going to get into Donald Trump because they don't have anything really on Donald Trump on this that we know of. They do bring up uh, the friendship with Bill and Hillary Clinton because that's something that we've known for a very long time that uh, Bill and, and, uh, and uh, Robert Epstein would, would, you know, go on trips to the private Island uh, from, uh, from time to time. There's no information of Donald Trump being involved in any of that. It looks like they're just going to go after. See, look, he hired this guy who was doing shady things down in uh, down in Florida, and I think that's uh, that's really what where this thing is going to end up in about a year from now. Now, some of the people that are either going to be prosecuted or used as cooperating witnesses, one of them is this uh, this woman named Maxwell. She's almost 60 years old. She's a British socialite. Uh, she was a, uh, uh, a woman working for Epstein, apparently as the madam. 
And according to uh, court records, she was partners in this international modeling company. And what the what the the scam was is she would approach these young girls and say, hey, do you want to be um, in a in a modeling company? We can help find jobs. You're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. I want you to come to this modeling class and assignment uh, and we're going to help launch your your modeling and fashion career and give you all kinds of educational opportunities. And then they would be flown down and. Then someone would say, if you don't have sex with him and all of his buddies, he's going to destroy your modeling career. You won't have a chance at anything because do you know who he is? I mean, he's in there with the former president of the United States, Bill Clinton. You can't say no to these people. They'll destroy you. And then they had them. That's that's in a nutshell what they think uh, is going on. If she turns because she's going to face prison uh, for a very long time, if they have evidence against her, they think that she's going to be named as a cooperating witness. Uh, and uh, and if she is cooperating and admits to all this, all I mean, he'll go to jail for the rest of his life. And others may also go to jail for the rest of their life, which would be a very, very good thing. Yeah, as, long, as long as it's honest. I don't think they've even scratched the surface of who's been involved with this either. I. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are probably pretty nervous right now because he got rearrested. They they were probably thinking this was over. They settled this case. He paid off a bunch of people. Nah, I'm 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 in the clear. And now he's been arrested again. So yeah, they're going to get caught. I up. think this was the biggest travesty, uh, travesty of justice I've seen in long time. In a long, long time. I mean, I can't think of a another. Well, O.J. Simpson comes to mind, but this one was corrupt from the get go. I mean, uh, the guy who's working for Trump now should be investigated, uh, not because of any connections with Trump, but because this was just dirty. It was clearly dirty. The, the police, uh, you know, that were involved said they'd never seen anything like this before. It was this shady deal that was supposed to keep him out of court for all of all of the sex stuff. Right. So I don't know. He's supposed to go to a judge today. And they're saying that uh, he may not leave jail. He may not be able to post bail because he's considered a flight risk. And I would imagine a guy with that kind of money. Yeah. A billionaire. I mean, he is yeah, a flight I mean, risk. That is a total flight. I mean, there's yeah. that is the definition of a flight risk. Uh, that guy could board a plane in the middle of the night, especially with all of his political connections. And I mean, if he really does have connections to the royal uh, the royal family and Bill Clinton and 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 people in the Trump administration, the guy could um, get out of the United States probably fairly easy. So we'll see. We'll bring an update on this uh, tomorrow uh, after we find out exactly what is happening. Also, are we headed for the end of the world? Oh my gosh! I read this review of this book that talks about the end of the world and what's bringing it apart. And Pat, do you remember what they said about the Overton window? Oh yeah. <laughs> you remember the review and, yeah. and agenda 21. It was just all this conspiracy Conspiracies. theory. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was just nothing. It, it, it wasn't a novel. It was Glenn Beck's conspiracy theories, even though all of our stuff in those were footnoted. So you knew exactly what was real and what wasn't. I mean, you read the eye of Moloch, well, that's pretty much that's pretty much the NSA and Google. 
That's what that book was about before that book uh, knew what they were going to be called. This one, the Wanderers, they're headed toward the end of the world. and I want to share some of this because it seems so plausible. And it's def- <laughs> really? Definitely, yes. Definitely not a conspiracy theorist uh, book or oh. really anything that was politically motivated <laughs> at all. That's Just people calling up. it like it is. That's all this That's is. That's what it is. That's all calling this is. it like it is. Okay, and, good. Pat, it's fiction. Sure. It's fiction. Sure. You can't per- you can't persecute them for fiction. No. <laughs> Why would no. you? Of course uh. not. Of course not. <laughs> we'll get into that next. So the housing market this summer, very, very hot, uh, but not just for the sellers like in the year, years past. Buyers also have a great tool, and that is a low interest rate. So really, this is one of those times rare that both sides can win. Rates have actually dropped over the last year or so. So monthly payments are lower and lower than rent for many people. It's worth the 10-minute call to American Financing to see how these historically low interest rates can help you get your financial house in order. With current rates, it's also a great time to do a refinance. Pay down the high-interest credit card debt or cash out some equity of your home to do some home improvements. But whatever you do, make sure you get a fixed-rate loan because you may never see these rates again. You know, there's nothing wrong with owing money if your interest rate is locked in on your home and it's very, very low. That's the time to borrow money and that's the time to put it into your house. But make sure it's locked in. American Financing has salary-based mortgage consultants who will work with you to get the best loan for your circumstance. They don't work for the bank. They they try they won't get you qualified for the wrong loan. They try to find exactly the right loan for you and your family, which is why I trust American Financing, and I ask that you do your own homework and find out for yourself. I think you're going to trust them, and you will end up using them as I do. American Financing, the only mortgage company in America I have ever endorsed. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net is where you'll find them online. AmericanFinancing.net or 800-906-2440. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, Welcome to it. I guess I guess we're supposed to celebrate this. Yeah, hit over a hundred thousand on YouTube uh, over the weekend. We just op- we just started our YouTube channel about what eight months ago, something like that. First of the year, uh, and uh, so we have a hundred thousand. And congratulations and and thank you so much. Thank you so much to everybody who uh, is seeking us out. Go to our YouTube page, uh, our Facebook page, our our iTunes page. Go go everywhere you can. Uh, and like, rate, and review. It's really important because that helps the algorithm, which our algorithms are already juiced up because they <laughs> love us so much. <laughs> so uh, it helps uh, people discover. Okay, so, um, you know, as we're looking at uh, different stories, I-, I found this story today about the Wanderers. And this is from NPR, and it's a new book by Chuck Wendigs. Uh, Political upheaval, they say, tends to push writers to create narratives that 
enter into conversation with the most salient themes of the time. And Chuck Wendig's Wanderers is one of those, a dystopian apocalyptic novel that comfortably occupies a space between horror and science fiction. Wanderers is full of social commentary that digs into everything from global warming to racial tension while never preaching or bogging Mm. down the Mm -hmm. action-packed story. Hmm. So let me just give you a part of this. Shauna notes the problem isn't the, I'm quoting, camo pants and the trucker hats or the long hair, the mullets, the scraggly beards. No, something about these patriots who hate the Democratic president, a woman, is worse. They hate anything that isn't white. They want to get rid of all foreigners. They want to murder the president and vote for his opponent, a man who spouts racist and homophobic rhetoric. They also wear their hunt the C-word T-shirts and their S-kicker boots, their bright white Creed Saves America baseball hats. Oh, this is so subtle, isn't it? (laughs) Their bigotry personified. While some blame the sleepwalkers on a new disease, a comment or the devil or 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 whatever the supremacists use it as an excuse for racial and ethnic cleansing they know the disease was not meant for them because god wouldn't do that to americans this gives them a reason to kill everyone else now the good news is this is only an 800 page tome and if it's as non-preachy as that is oh it's good it's good eating there that is unbelievable the Wanderers is engaging and entertaining. It's uncomfortable to read, yes, but it's a timely novel that demands a place in the spotlight. This is crap. This is propaganda. And dare I say it, uh, sounds like conspiratorial crap. Especially since when have you seen any of that on the right? When, when have we seen anything like... Uh, what was it? Hunt the C-word uh, on, yes. on a T-shirt? Uh, yes. I- any of that kind of well, despicable garbage. Come okay, on. Okay, hang on. Creed is the <laughs> Creed is the presidential nominee, and they have bright white Creed Saves America baseball hats. That's absolutely <laughs> unlike a bright red right. Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right? Completely different. They're not tearing it off the pages of of today's news. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. Amazing. By the way, go back and read what the New York Times said about my book, uh, The Overton Window, The Eye of Moloch, or Agenda 21. Uh, yeah. They they thought it was a conspira- conspiracy theorist uh, uh, haven and uh, not worth anyone's time. And it wasn't anywhere close to this kind of tripe by any stretch of the imagination. This is the Glenn Beck Program.